You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. John, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And this is What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WABC. And what a great day it was today. I guess this is maybe my official uh, first day of spring. Uh, it was beautiful outside. Got a little gardening in. And you know what that means. When I see spring, that means I start thinking of sunscreen because, uh, boy, it happens fast. And uh, it'll be uh, your skin will be burned before you can realize it because you are at the lightest color of the year right now. You've just gone through four months of the worst winter I remember. And now it's going to, uh, hopefully, the sun will really come out. So uh, don't forget that sunscreen. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? This is the plastic surgery show, the uh, the show about you, the show about your skin, about what you look like. We talk a little bit uh, about skin care and about surgery and, and the things that it takes to make you look better. That's what this show is all about. And you can become part of the show by giving us a call. The phone number is 800-848-WABC. So once again, it's 800-848-WABC. This is a 30-minute show. I wish it were an hour, but it's only a half an hour. And every week we start out and the calls start coming in about 10 or 20 minutes or, or 25 minutes after the hour. Get them in now because I love answering your questions. And by the way, callers to tonight's show will receive a bottle of Nighttime. What is Nighttime? Nighttime is the nourishing serum for the skin. And it contains 10% vitamin C, and it contains vitamin A and lactic acid and antioxidants and skin brighteners, all sorts of good things. And a bottle is yours if you call the show tonight with a legitimate question. And, you know, I, I had an email this week from a listener, someone who listens to this show and has listened to me for eight years down the dial. And, and she said, well, you know, I'd like to use your nighttime, but why is it, why can't I just put a little orange juice on my face if you say vitamin C does good things for your skin? And the truth is, I looked into the actual concentration of vitamin C in orange juice. And yes, there's, there's vitamin C in orange juice, but the concentration is 0.05%, 0.05% a very small amount. Now, if you eat lots of oranges, you can get vitamin C in your body, and that's a good thing. But for your skin, we need high levels of vitamin C. And the reason we need high levels of vitamin C is because ultraviolet light, the light that's uh, in sunlight, uh, destroys vitamin C, and it destroys it very, very quickly. So we can get 40 times higher levels of vitamin C in the skin if we put 10% 
vitamin C on the skin, and that's what's in my nighttime nourishing serum. So, you know, yes, you can take an orange, you can cut it open, you can, uh, I suppose, put it on your skin and get 0.05%, or you can use nighttime and get a full 10% vitamin C. So, so there's the answer to that question. That actually comes up about every six months. Someone asks me, why can't I put lemon on my skin? Why can't I put orange on my skin? And, and that's the reason. Yes, it's the same chemical, but it's in so much less of a concentration. Well, being that this is uh, my official first day of spring, even though it uh, was a little while back, tonight we're going to talk about some of the procedures that we do to get you ready for the summer. And what are those? Plastic surgeons all across the country are now gearing up for the breast augmentation season. Really, that's true. There are seasons in plastic surgery. And you don't think of plastic surgery as a seasonal uh, type of discipline or Uh, type of medicine that has variation in seasons, but there really is. And right now, we are all doing breast augmentations and liposuction. Why are we doing that? Well, this is the time of year that many of you go to over to Macy's or Lord & Taylor or one of the other stores, and you start trying on bathing suits, and you look at your body, and you say, "Mm, this might be the year that I make a change. And so this is the time of year we do all those breast augmentations because we want you to be ready for the summer. If you have surgery now and actually right up until about May, you should be ready for uh, for the summer, ready to get into a bathing suit and get to the beach, get to the Jersey Shore or uh, Long Island and have that new body. The other reason we're doing a lot of breast augmentations this year, it's actually kind of interesting. And I want to tell you a story about breast augmentations. And Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) the story about breast augmentations goes back way back to 1962 when a couple plastic surgeons in the Houston area began using silicone breast implants way back then. And before that, there weren't any breast implants. In the 1950s, people experimented with injecting things into their breasts. And even doctors injected free materials, not free cost-wise, but free in that they were not contained. So all sorts of things were tried as uh, material to increase the size of people's breasts. Things like, uh, yes, silicone, and believe it or not, glass beads, and paraffin and all sorts of things, but it wasn't until the breast implant was created uh, way back in uh, the early 1960s that the operation became popular. And in the 1960s, those bags of silicone gel, silicon gel, silicone gel, it's pronounced uh, differently, different parts of the country, but those bags were put into uh, women's breasts and it really altered uh, the entire country. It, It actually did because Uh, women were, for the very first time, able to alter their bodies, not just their faces with facial cosmetic surgery, but if someone wanted uh, larger breasts, they were now able to have an operation and increase the size of her breasts. And that was actually quite revolutionary in the 1960s and in the 1970s. Silicone gel implants were placed in the breasts, And then there was a period where there was a lot of controversy in the 1990s because people thought that perhaps those implants were getting women sick. And so silicone gel implants were taken off the market in the uh, 1990s. And for a period of, I believe it was about uh, 14 years, they were not available. So we used saline implants. And what is saline? Saline salt water. Now it's silicone rubber on the outside and salt water on the inside. Uh, But there were many, many studies that were performed 
that showed that these implants, in fact, were safe. They did not cause disease, and the FDA put the implants back on the market uh, nearly 10 years ago now. And so now we had silicon gel implants. We had silicon saline implants. Well, about a year and a half ago, a new type of implant was introduced in the United States, and it was called the form-stable implant. And once again, we had a revolutionary type of uh, change in breast augmentation surgery. The old implants could make your breasts bigger, but whatever shape you had, that's what shape you wound up with with augmentation, but just a little bit bigger. The new implants... Uh, people call them gummy bear implants, form-stable implants. They go under a few different names. But these are implants that have their own shape. And when put into your breasts, the, your breasts could now have a different shape as opposed to just being bigger. And what does that mean? Well, if you have small breasts, uh, it might not make a difference. But if you have misshapen breasts or if you have breasts that do not have uh, let's say you're missing breast tissue in one part of the breast, that many of you have that problem, well, these new implants can fill that need. So we're now taking out lots and lots and lots of the old implants, I am and other plastic surgeons all over the country, and we're putting in these new implants, these form-stable implants, which in my opinion, I was kind of slow to come around to these implants, uh, but they are much, much better. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number, 800-848-WABC. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back after these words. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. At Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, we understand that when your child needs surgery, it can be a traumatic experience for your entire family. That's why we've unveiled the new Center for Advanced Pediatric Surgery, located within the Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital at RWJ. We've combined the expertise of our pediatric specialists, nurses, and staff with a brand-new family-friendly, state-of-the-art surgical facility featuring the latest in robotic technology and minimally invasive surgery just for kids. In partnership with Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School and physicians in the community, new procedure rooms set the stage for the most experienced surgical teams when your child's doctor recommends a procedure, choose the team that leads the region in comprehensive care for children. To learn more, visit bmsch.org. That's bmsch.org, the Center for Advanced Pediatric Surgery at the Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital at RWJ. Kids are the only specialty. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6.30 p.m. right here on WABC. The diagnosis of cancer is one of the worst things you can hear. 
Your world turns upside down and quick decisions must be made regarding surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation therapy. Fear can be intense and disabling. If you need radiation therapy, you would be comforted to know board-certified radiation oncologist Dr. Carol Cornmill. Dr. Cornmill wrote the book on radiation therapy. She actually did. It's called The Best News About Radiation Therapy, and she literally holds her patient's hands during the process. At her New Jersey office, Dr. Cornmill uses sophisticated technology to deliver the best radiation therapy, including IMRT, IGRT, Electron Beam, and Rapid Arc. Trust your care to Dr. Cornmill, who teaches at Drexel and Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical Schools. For a consult or a second opinion, give Dr. Cornmill a call at 732-364-1323. That's 732-364-1323. And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WABC, where the phone number is 800-848-WABC. And before we get to our busy board now, I just wanted to let you know, you just heard a commercial from uh, Dr. Carol Cormel about radiation therapy. Well, that's a, a very serious subject and, and one that we uh, often do not talk about on this show, where we talk about you and your appearance. But but cancer strikes almost every family. There's hardly a family in the United States that, that unfortunately is not hit by that disease. And, uh, you know, as you get into this spring and we get into the summer, we talk about cosmetic surgery. I want you to think about maybe giving a donation to the American Cancer Society. Now, in New Jersey, a good friend of mine, Dr. Mike Nissenblatt, has a, a function every year. It's called the Night of Wine and Roses, and it's coming up on May 2nd. May 2nd is the Night of Wine and Roses. It's the American Cancer Society, the uh, New Jersey Division. It's their annual fundraiser. And boy, it's a great event. It is a wonderful dinner. But more importantly, it raises a tremendous amount of money for cancer research. So, you know, while you're sitting back this evening before you go to the restaurant, if you're driving into Manhattan, jot this number down. It's 732 732-951-6360. 732-951-6360. That's the number for the American Cancer Society. Now, tickets to this event, and it's, by the way, it's May 2nd. It's a Friday in central New Jersey. It's in Somerset, New Jersey. And tickets are $325. Yes, that's a lot of money, but it goes to cancer research. It goes to help find a cure for this disease. So so think about this very carefully. Uh, I'd rather have you spend the money on the American Cancer Society than Botox, for heaven's sakes, right? It's much more important. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number here is 800-848-WABC. Carmine from Union City, New Jersey. What can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Now, Carmine, I know you want to talk about some uh, different types of uh, different types of products. We don't want to mention brand names on this show, okay. but I'm more than happy to talk about different products. Go ahead, uh, Carmine. Uh, thank you, Doctor. Uh, over the counter, I just wanted your opinion. Oh, you've got such a bad connection. Now, you're calling from a cell phone. So try, and if you're going to call from a cell phone, it's got to have a good reception. If I can't hear you, that means the listeners from Maine to Miami can't hear you. But I'll tell you what, Carmine, I know uh, what you're going to ask because the uh, call screener uh, took that. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about some of the different uh, over-the-counter skin creams and things like that out there. And that was your question. If you can get to a landline, I'd love to uh, talk to you. Uh, but if not, uh, let me just answer this question. So, so. 
Okay, Carmen, are you back? Uh, she's gone. Okay. Well, anyway, now now there's a million different types of uh, products out there, right? When you go into stores, you go into Macy's, you go into the different stores, you see so many different over-the-counter skin creams. And, and how do you decide what's worthwhile, what's worthless? You know, it's a common topic. And, in fact, in every one of my cosmetic surgery consultations, you know, I'm a real plastic surgeon, but I do everything from skin care and, and coaching my patients on proper skin care right up to facelifts and everything in between. And so, uh, you know, some doctors are not interested in skin care. I think it's an integral part of looking better. If your skin doesn't look good, you know, we can do all the surgery in the world and you're not going to look better. So now I can kind of simplify this. And the way I look at skin care is that there are some skin care ingredients that really work. And then there are ones that can't possibly work. So what works? Well, first of all, the molecules have to be actually small enough to get into the skin. And I don't want your eyes to glaze over when I start talking about molecules, but there are small molecules and big molecules. You know, I've said for years, the skin is kind of like a chain link fence. And as a chain link fence, you can kind of put a ping pong ball through it, but you certainly can't put a football through it. And what does that have to do with skin care? Most of the, in fact, all of the things that actually are scientifically proven to make a difference on the skin are small molecules. And in fact, the things that are big molecules, uh, like these hexapeptides that you pay so much money for, or hyaluronic acid, which is fine as a moisturizer, but it can't get into your skin. These things that are big molecules can't get into your skin and cannot possibly, in even in a fantasy world, make a difference. So number one, the the substance, the the thing that you're spending all this money on has to actually have ingredients in it that can get into your skin. Beyond that, I love to see these skincare products with vitamin C, which is a great ingredient, in the morning. You know, it's in the morning cream. How can that be? Vitamin C is destroyed. I said it at the beginning of the show. It's destroyed by sunlight. So as soon as you get into the sun, it's gone. Vitamin C is one of those vampire ingredients. Just like vitamin A, it's got to be put on at night. That's why I have in my products the right forms of vitamin C, the right forms of vitamin A, and I use them in the night. We don't use those in the day. And boy, I'll tell you, you can go to the stores, and uh, I do, and I, I look at the ingredients in these products, and I kind of giggle that people think I'm probably out of my mind. But when I see vitamin C in a morning skin cream, I wonder, does the company not understand this? Do, do they not have scientists on the uh, staff of the company? I don't know what it is, but uh, there's so many of these fantasy ingredients. And then, of course, the ingredients that are put into skin creams must have the right concentration. So, for instance, vitamin C has to have a 10% concentration to do anything. If you have 1% or half percent, I call that window dressing. That means they put it in the uh, product just to make it look like they put it in the product. But of course, they don't put the concentration on the label uh, because then you'd know that it can't possibly work because it has to have a 10% uh, concentration if it's vitamin C. And just the, the same way, glycolic acid has to have a 7%, lactic acid has to have 7%. Those are the fruit acids. And those are all good things. They're small molecules, they're scientifically proven. And uh, let me tell you, by the way, Carmine, vitamin A is the most studied substance for the skin. It's got over 4,000 scientific papers that show that it works, that it does something good. Of course, I have it in my products. 
Vitamin C, 1,525 papers as of today. I checked the literature today on that. 1,525 scientific papers that say vitamin C is good for you. And then we go way down to about uh, uh, 100-something for the fruit acids. Then you go to about 20-something for niacin. And those hexapeptides, those hexapeptides that we hear so much about, big zero, not a one. Well, this is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is WABC, What's Your Wrinkle? We're going to take another break, and when we come back, I've got a great guest for you from the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital, and we'll be back after these words. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I pack Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WABC code when you purchase Nighttime to receive your free second bottle. Call 855-940-1200. Robert Wood Johnson Health System is proud to announce that each of our hospitals earned an A grade for patient safety from the prestigious LeapFrog Group. Our New Brunswick, Hamilton, and Rahway locations were all awarded the highest possible safety score, which recognizes hospitals that excel in creating the safest possible environment for patients. RWJ is the only multi-hospital health system in the region to have all of its members record the success. And we remain committed to setting the standard for patient care. Because when it comes to patient safety, Robert Wood Johnson knows the score. To learn more about the Robert Wood Johnson Health System and what this A grade means for you, visit www.rwjhealthsystem.org. That's rwjhealthsystem.org. RWJ. The right hospital means everything. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 6.30 p.m. right here on WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? 
Welcome back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. Well, tonight I have a very, very special guest. Dr. Gupta is the director of the Cerebrovascular and Endovascular Neurosurgery Division. (laughs) That's a big one to say, at the Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital in New Brunswick, New Jersey, and he's going to talk a little bit about brain aneurysms. It's a topic we haven't spoken about on the show. Dr. Gupta, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Well, thanks so much for taking time on your Saturday evening. All right, tell our audience, and we're, we have listeners that go all the way down to Miami here, what is a brain aneurysm? So, Dr. Perry, the brain aneurysm is a weakened uh, spot in the blood vessels of the brain, uh, something analogous to the uh, bubbles that form in the tire of your car. Similar to that, it's a weak area, a bulge area of bulging in the blood vessels of the brain, and over time, um, um, especially if the patient has hypertension or has smoking, these continue to grow and um, and then they can burst. And that bursting leads to a, a devastating brain hemorrhage, which can be um, which can take life away. All right. Now, so I mean, this is one of these frightening things that everybody thinks about and fears. Now, what are the symptoms of a brain aneurysm? So that depends upon whether the aneurysm has burst or has uh, just been growing, because growing brain aneurysms themselves can cause symptoms. Uh, If the aneurysm has not yet ruptured but is growing in size, um, the symptoms can be headache, which is one of the commonest symptoms. Or it can be uh, symptoms because of pressure on neighboring um, uh, structures, which are nerves. For example, the nerves going to the eyes. The patient can have eye pain or can have problems in the eye movement, they can have double vision for that matter. Um, on the other hand, if unfortunately the aneurysm has ruptured, then that leads to something called subarachnoid hemorrhage, and that basically stands for the fact that the blood vessels actually travel within that layer of the coverings of the brain, which is called subarachnoid space, and this leads to um, uh, devastating um, uh, side effects, mainly the worst headache of life. Uh, we all get headaches, but this is something like if you grade it on a scale from 0 to 10, this is the worst headache of life. Almost like the patients with heart attacks, they, they, they catch their chest when they're having a heart attack. This is, for the brain, like a brain attack, this is the worst headache that they've ever experienced, something that they say it's a 10 out of 10 headache. And, and I think that's so important. I don't want to uh, frighten our listeners and have everybody go out and get CAT scans on Monday morning. Uh, like you said, this is the most, uh, the most uh, painful headache of your life. That's different from just the average headache that people right. get. Now, why, why is it important to seek treatment at a center like Robert Wood Johnson's uh, center, uh, you know, a center that has great experience having someone like you in treating these uh, aneurysms? So what we've done, that's a very important uh, question. What we've done at Robert Wood Johnson uh, University Hospital and Medical School is we've put together a multidisciplinary team for the treatment of brain aneurysm. It's very important that the entire team gets around uh, a patient and then there is a multidisciplinary team involving an endovascular neurosurgeon, a neurologist, um, a stroke neurologist, interventional neuroradiologist, and um, 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 the ICU team, the neuro ICU team, critical care team, is very important to develop that multidisciplinary team uh, which caters to one particular patient and uh, one particular disorder. And that's the reason um, uh, Robert Wood Johnson has uh, 
um, gone great extent to develop such expertise uh, in developing the team. And my guest this evening is Dr. Gaurav Gupta, who is a neurosurgeon on the staff of Robert Wood Johnson University Hospital. He's, uh, I believe, you're an assistant professor at the uh, the medical school, correct? That is correct. And uh, and by the way, if you uh, are interested, uh, you know, if a family member or heaven forbid, if you have anything like this uh, and want the number of a neurosurgeon at Robert Wood Johnson, they have an 800 number. It's 888-MDRWJUH. That's 888-MDRWJUH. You can go on the website, by the way, and read all about Robert Wood Johnson and about the programs such as this program, which is unique to the hospital and, in fact, uh, nationally known, uh, Robert Wood Johnson is becoming for uh, for things like this. And the phone, uh, the website, by the way, is www.rwjuh.edu. That's rwjuh.edu. So we've only got a we've got a very short amount of time, uh, but I guess the uh, the real question is in a couple words, how do you diagnose these things? So the commonest ways that we can diagnose these are non-invasive seizures. For example, a MR angiogram, no contrast. That is the most common and the safest way to do is non-invasive, no dye or contrast injection is required. So MR angiogram, basically an MRI. That's the most common way. Dr. Gupta, I'm sorry, we're being grabbed by our clock. You can hear that music in the background. I want to thank you so much for taking your Saturday evening. Uh, It's been a pleasure speaking to you and learning a little bit about a potentially devastating illness that you can cure. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This has been What's Your Wrinkle on WABC. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening.